Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks, picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what The Red White Report Is brought to you by Big O Tires With locations in Conway On Harkrider And in Cabot On Prospect Court Big O Tires Offers an endless selection Of wheel and tire combinations Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. You know, you just try to be truthful with them on, you know, our our fans knew that it was a must. I mean, it's really uh, comforting when you're, you know, making a protein shake in the morning, getting ready to go to work, and your wife tells you it's a must win, and, and your daughter's sitting there, and she's, I mean, I guess it's, it's uh, we all knew it. And then if you tell the team it's a must win and you don't win, then you got to figure out how to regroup and regain confidence and and uh, set new goals moving forward because there is risk of doing it, which is, you know, you've got to understand when you do put pressure on, on a group and, and you got to make sure that a group can handle it. We certainly felt like we could handle it um, mentally. And if you don't win it, like I said, you got to figure out how to regroup and 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 refocus got to refocus for tonight arkansas Furman. the you know what Furman is you know their nickname the paladins yeah the paladins tonight they're four and four by the way uh bud walton arena seven o'clock the tv streams sec network plus have uh, of course you got the game right here on the buzz you can hear it at 6 30 with chuck and coach z no guatney automotive postgame show that was fun the other night, though, after the uh, Duke game. I was surprised. We went on so late. I think we were on from 11.30 to 12.30. And we had callers. And we had texters. People were excited about that victory over Duke. But the uh, Guatney Automotive Postgame Show will return for the SEC games. Uh, other news, he had the volleyball team. They advanced, move on to the Sweet 16. First time in a while. They're going to play Kentucky in uh, Nebraska in the next uh, round. And the Razorback basketball team, women's team, lost to number two UCLA last night. UCLA had a uh, big run, middle of the game, pulled away. And Mike Neighbors and the crew falls to number two UCLA. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. It's official now. Coach is here. Got so much to get to. We didn't even address the big news. Bobby Petrino coming back to Arkansas. That was announced after your appearance last week. Right. Coach uh, was apparently at War... I was told he was at War Memorial Statement Stadium with Coach Pittman for some of the championship games over the weekend. I did not see them personal, personally, but I did see pictures. They were out hitting the recruiting trail. Some of them were committed. 
Some of them were uh, undecided, but they were trying to uh, wrap up this recruiting class. Coach, just your uh, initial thoughts when you heard Petrino, you know, it was kind of floated out there on social media. It was a possibility. I think it was Pete Thamel that tweeted it first. What what went through your mind? Well, a couple of things. Number one, um, and I think I've mentioned this on this show, I think he is one of the preeminent play callers, offensive schemers, there are in, in, in football, uh, certainly in college football. And I think you go back to his time at, at Louisville or, or a couple of stints at Louisville, of course, at Arkansas. I thought he improved the Texas A&M offense, the head coach at Missouri State to go win the Missouri Valley Conference when he you know, during the COVID year, I guess. They had to beat North Dakota State and some of those guys. Scored a lot of points. So my first thought is they just brought in one of the – uh, great play callers uh, and uh, game planners in college football. The second thing, and this came a little bit later, a lot of a, a lot of respect for Sam Pittman. Um, this guy was, you know, obviously the former head coach at Arkansas. Um, he had tremendous success, brought brought his team to a you know New Year's Day bowl, you know, so forth and so on. You know, obviously the ending of it was was not pleasant, but. For him to set aside his ego and to uh, say, "Hey, come work, let's work together," um, good thing. I mean, uh, kudos to to Coach Pittman because, uh, and you and I talked about this. I think after the hiring, I was driving. You and I were talking. Uh, you know, kind of a good cop, bad cop. Because I will say this: uh, the offensive football team at Arkansas now is fixing to be disciplined. Uh, there'll be accountability uh, for mistakes. Uh, they've got to be able to take hard coaching. Um, but that, if those players look at Petrino's history, that's who he is, and success follows him offensively with that blueprint. And then Coach Pittman has a chance to be the good cop. And so, um, and that's what he's best at. And that's way. what he's best at. That's right. So I think they've got a preeminent play caller in college football, and I think the offense uh, uh, there'll be a lot more discipline and accountability uh, for the players that play within that scheme. I have no doubt that Coach Pittman's going to turn it over to him, his terminology, his schematics, and so forth. Um, but now you got to figure out who the quarterback's going to be, if it's going to be a different quarterback. Obviously, the portal, they've got to navigate that on both sides of the football, uh, particularly on the offensive side of the ball, maybe at quarterback, certainly on the offensive line, bring in some more depth at running back, uh, and, and then at receiver as well. So maybe tight end. So... Uh, how Coach Petrino and Coach Pittman navigate that will go a long way into how explosive this particular offense at Arkansas will be in 2024. Let's go to Arkansas State because I'm I'm very happy for those guys. They are they're going bowling. They're going to play in the Camellia Bowl on Saturday, December 23rd. It's 11 o'clock kickoff against Northern Illinois. Yeah, I don't know much about Northern Illinois, but uh, again, uh, kudos to to Coach Jones and that staff and that team. You know, bowl eligible. I read something the other day that, uh, you know, to me, Steve Roberts, they ought to have a statue of Steve Roberts at Arkansas State because I think the foundation that he laid uh, for that program, certainly I didn't like the way, I was at Central Arkansas all the time, I did not like the way that that ended for him because I thought his best football team was coming back that next year. Uh, Coach Freeze took over, then Coach Malzahn, Coach Harson, uh, Blake Anderson, now Coach Jones, going back to 2005, every head football coach at Arkansas State University has gone to a bowl game. With that said, it doesn't matter the bowl they're going to. For Coach Jones, it's the month of practice, weights, player development, those things that are hugely important. It's like having another spring practice. And then you come on and you have spring practice later in, you know, in March or April. So um, this is a big deal for Arkansas State. The program shows a trajectory. They've got a young quarterback that they need to keep in place. Two Arkansas prep players at the running back position that are having big years. Hopefully they can go and, and do a good job, win the bowl game, finish with seven wins. But it's the practice. It's the, the player development over the next month uh, until they play that game, I think, on December 23rd. All right, let's go D2 and Harding. How about that, Coach? 7-6, seven, 7-minute seven drive, fourth quarter, yep. to take the lead. Fourth down, fourth quarterback down. sneak. Yep. Uh, Coach Simmons has done an unbelievable job. That defense, because look, uh, we were talking, Grand Valley may have as many national championships in Division Two as North Dakota State has at the FCS level. 
Uh, great program, obviously a great team that they beat. Uh, to do it in that way, to shut that offense down and only hold them to two field goals uh, is incredible. They advance now to the semifinals. They play Lenore Ryan, I think, out of North Carolina. Very offensive football team, so that defense will have to have another great week. But uh, what are they, 12-0, and 13-0 and now? And uh, undefeated with a chance next week at home uh, to go play for the Division II National hmm. Championship. In the same conference, uh, many may not have read it in a corner of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, but uh, Southern Arkansas won the, their bowl game in Texarkana, the first United Bowl. Southern Arkansas finished 10-2 and two this year. Congratulations to those guys. So the Great America Conference is obviously very well represented, at, uh, uh, not only in the playoffs, but with a bowl win. Let's go to high school football and um, spent a lot of time at War Memorial Stadium on Friday and Saturday and just had an absolute ball. It was so much fun to watch. You Coach. did a good job. You did a good job. Well, thank you. Um, every team that won a state championship finished off an undefeated season. The, you know, and that, that can be tough. That's added pressure to try to finish that off, much less you're playing a great opponent. But uh, let's start with Bigelow, the two-way game Friday at noon. And uh, they're full of winners. I mean, play for a baseball championship, win a basketball championship. They got guys on the team that won the golf championship. They play hard. They play hard, and uh, that little community. Oh, oh man, they coach. <laughs> they, that they, it looked like a four A game. Yep. The entire all of Bigelow, and then it was people from Conway and and Moral. I mean, anywhere anybody around that community, they were there. It was amazing how many people were there for a two A game. I wonder if home burglaries went up in in Bigelow because I'm sure they emptied the town. Oh, even yeah. the thieves were at War Memorial Stadium. <laughs> uh, congratulations to them. Magical season. Uh, navigated their way to an undefeated season you know the thing i watched a little bit of that they played hard and uh, uh there's nothing nothing more gratifying as a coach to see your team play hard and congratulations to those guys all right the uh, 6a state championship game i came away very impressed with greenwood and kane archer that guy's the the real deal coach we've heard a lot about him since he was an eighth grader and sometimes you know there's all this hype and you're like oh yeah whatever I've seen him play live in person a couple times now. He He's the real deal. He's good. Looks the part, can make all the throws. I mean, he's a 10th grader, 16 years old probably. I mean, arm angle can change. Uh, he's athletic enough to kind of get out of his own way. Uh, he's not a 4-3 guy like the guy at, at uh, Parkview, but uh, um, he's got two more years of development too. So, I mean, he's an SEC caliber quarterback. Uh, and congratulations to Greenwood. They, uh, they beat a very – very good Little Rock mm-hmm. Christian team yep. who had beat Benton. I mean, those last three or four teams were really good, but Greenwood, they flexed their muscles and uh, what scored 41 points. That's a big win. Yeah, they looked uh, like uh, they were kind of uh, above. I mean, it was just a different level. Yep. Uh, I mean, and we had heard and people had told us that the coaches out there thought this was the best Greenwood team in a long, long, long time. And that's trouble for the 6A if that's one of their best teams. It's going to be difficult to knock them off. And that dude's going to be a quarterback for another two years, so he's going, he's going, he's going to cause problems for a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of the uh, Pulaski Academy and Little Rock Christian Academy fans are upset. And, you know, they're having to move to 7A. And I'm like, guys, you're going to have to deal with that Greenwood team. <laughs> So, I mean, look, yeah. it's going to be hard in 7A, yeah, but yeah. don't you know? Don't forget that Greenwood team is awesome, and, and they're returning a lot of good players. Okay. Let's uh, go to 7A then. Speaking of 7A, Fayetteville and Bentonville, all Northwest Arkansas final, came down to the last seconds. Bentonville has the ball driving right at the 20-yard line and just kind of self-destruct in Fayetteville, and the defense gets it done for Casey Dick. They did, and congratulations to Casey and his staff. Uh, first state championship since 2014. Uh, their defense was really, to me, I mean, Bentonville's really good. I mean, they're big, physical. They've got the receiver. I thought the quarterback yeah, played. Carter Nye's a good player. Yeah, I thought he played out of his mind. C.J. Uh, Brown, the Razorback commit, yeah. over 100 yards receiving. But at the end of the day, they made enough plays on defense. Turnovers, created turnovers. And then uh, once Bentonville got inside the 20 in the red area, they had a penalty. And then they just feasted. Sack. A big sack and another false start maybe. And uh and then they made the play they had to at the end. You know, those tip balls, they can go either way. But uh, congratulations to the Purple Dogs. And uh, uh, it's hard to beat a good team twice, and they did that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. Uh, and then we go to the uh, final game of uh, the weekend. Parkview just um, dismantling Shiloh Christian. Look, that was going to be a tough game for Shiloh Christian, and then they turned it over five times, and they had zero chance. Yeah, you can't beat anybody turning it over like that. And then I think Parkview held them to like 80, 82, 84 yards rushing, and that's what Shiloh Bo does. Williams. Yeah, they run the football. And uh, 
that was a tough matchup. Uh, I would like to see Parkview play Fayetteville and Bentonville and Greenwood and some of those. I mean, you know, what we have the what uh, in, in track they have the uh, meet the champions. champions. Yeah, so let's let's roll the ball out one more time. See uh, see who the best in the state. But uh, what Coach Bolding and that staff, the Bolding brothers and that staff, and uh, those athletes. I mean, mm-hmm. they're big, strong, athletic. The quarterback is phenomenal. The running back's phenomenal. I mean, they've got. Backs plural. They yeah, two. they got skill all over the field. Uh, very good, very disciplined, hard-nosed football team. And uh, I think the best teams probably won this weekend. Uh, you could make a point that Bentonville might have been the better team, but at the end of the day, Fayetteville made the plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch the Parkview game? Did you get to see I saw it? some of it, yep. Did you get to see Montario Elston and some of the things that he did, the number one, the wide receiver, running back, wide receiver, yeah. do it all? Incredible athlete, yep. Um He's really fast. That's what, you know, I mean, he can change directions the whole bit. Mm-hmm. Good ball skills. So, I mean, they, from top to bottom, they're really talented, you know. Coach Bolding told us last week, Kansas State, who's recruiting him hard, and they want him bad. But they told him, in their opinion, he's the best player in the country. Oh, wow. Well, he's only he's, it's, it's size. Five, seven, uh, five, uh, five, eight. Yeah, I'm, yeah. But he's, I put it at 5'8". But, you know, he's in that mold of other guys that have come through Kansas State. Well, I, I, went, I, I looked for him after the game because I wanted to uh, size, size him, him up. up. There you go. Coach, what, what I walked away with was looking at his legs. Right. They looked like tree trunks. Yeah. I mean, he, just because you're short doesn't mean you're small. That's right. He's not small. Well, and, and didn't watch him all year, but plays bigger than his statue. And, and, and the, the big thing is he's got it. Whatever it is, yeah. he's got it, and well, and, and it's uh, he he's going to play at the next level. How high? I'm where? That probably to be determined. But uh, uh, and I'm sure they've got another one in the wings coming up because they they built a wonderful program there at Parkview. Yeah, he was telling us about their sophomore class that's coming up. They've yeah. got some speed and some guys to to fill his shoes. And of course, Amarian Robinson, the the safety wide receiver who played a little quarterback number two. Yep, he's only a junior, and he'll be back next year too. Uh, this week, 4A yep. and 3A. 4A at noon Saturday. It's Harding Academy and Rivercrest. I think Rivercrest is kind of the story for me. I mean, Harding Academy is great, and I expect Harding Academy to win. They went on the road and, and dismantled Elkins, and I'd seen the Elks the week before. And that's who I'd pick to win the championship, so congratulations. And to hold Harding. Elkins. I mean, Harding Academy's de- offense, like always, gets all the attention, but for their defense to slow Elkins down like that is very, very impressive. But Rivercrest is the story. I mean, they kind of came out of nowhere. War- Yes, yeah, they're know? peaking at the right. You're, yeah. you're getting a hot team. Well, they'll give their best, but I think Harding is probably going to have too much offense. And then, to your point, uh, playing with a lot of confidence on defense. And then, of course, you got Boonville and Prescott. And it's good to see the, uh, the Curly Dogs back in the – is that right? Curly Wolves. Curly Wolves, there you go. Uh, back on, at, at War Memorial. And uh, uh, I'd look for them to probably just have a little bit too much athleticism, although – Boonville's going to be big and strong and mm-hmm. try to control the clock and, and those kind of things. So that'll be a very worthy game as well. So, I mean, great football at the stadium last weekend, and you're going to have two great games this weekend, I think. You know, um, basically all year it's been one and two, a debatable between Prescott and Boonville, and mm-hmm. I think that it's pretty cool that those are the teams that made it, and we'll get to see on the field who's the best. Yeah, well, <laughs> going back to our discussion yes. before this segment, um you know, it'll be interesting to see who the best team in FBS football is. And then, obviously, you kind of got the consolation game of Georgia and Florida State. I mean, God, hmm. what do you think about that? I mean, Georgia's a two touchdown favorite. They're favored by 14. But the motivation on. I, I know. Who's motivated? Yeah, who's motivated? I mean, that's the. Who's going to be mad, angry, and want to show the committee that you messed up? And then, are they going to have any opt outs on both sides? Yeah. You, know, you know, you just don't know. But. Um, just a tough, tough deal. As we mentioned, you know, next year it'll be about seeding, and then who's who got left out at number twelve. Which nine and three team got left out? So there's always going to be controversy. Again, personally, it hurts my heart for for Coach Norvell because of our personal relationship mm-hmm. as a player, and then starting his coaching career with us at Central Arkansas. But they probably got it right. But the best, I think, the best team will probably emerge. Uh, I like Washington. I mean, I, I call me crazy, but you know, I think they're pretty good. I mean, I think they're really good. And uh, they now, you want to talk about play angry? They were a ten-point underdog to Oregon, who they had beaten earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and they dismantled Oregon. I mean, 
early, it, it wasn't even close. I mean, they just blew them up, blew them off the line, physically dominated. Uh, their coverage units uh, on the back end, there was no room for the Oregon receivers. And then to come back after Oregon made their yeah. little run. Yep. You know, I, I thought, I'm with you. I'm like, wow, they're going to do this. And then the next time we're doing football that night, and I see Oregon has come back and yeah. taken the lead. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess, yeah, Oregon is going to win this. And then Washington comes back. Yep. It, uh, That's I, a tested team. Battle tested. And, and like I said, the Pac-12, even though it's their last year, I thought one through probably five or six in that conference was really good. And uh, Oregon withstood that test, and they go into the playoffs. 13 and 0. And so, uh, but so, you know, Michigan's really good. I'm concerned about Michigan, uh, their offensive capabilities. To me, they peaked earlier in the year and they haven't gotten that back. That's concerning. Alabama, Alabama's playing their best football right mm-hmm. now. Texas is playing pretty good. But the consistency of Washington, to me, kind of stands out. But who knows? I mean, you got four good football teams. Uh, Michigan's got to open it up, play with nothing to lose, yep. and not just be content on handing it off, handing it off, and trying to to slow the game down, they can't or actually pl- speed it up and try to get into the yeah, fourth they, quarter with a chance to they win. They can't play Big Ten football. I mean, uh-huh. they, they're going to have to they're going to have to score some points, uh, open it up, as you said, and, uh, and you know, and Harbaugh's back, and so. Uh, They've got some time to figure some things out, but I don't like the way they're trending offensively. Now, defensively, they're really good, and they've been good all year. But they're going to score some points to uh, uh, to beat Alabama. Coach, thank you. Hey, I appreciate you changing your day. Usually it's Tuesday, but tomorrow we're at the uh, Brawls Award, thanks to Summit Utilities. But uh, it was fun to talk football today. It worked out even better because it's fresh on our mind, and That's we right. had the uh, selection committee to discuss. Well, I want to thank uh, Farm Brothers again, Lance Gassaway and that staff, and uh, we're going to get Lance on here soon. And uh, Oakland opens this weekend. Yeah, Friday. Army, Navy this weekend. Go Army. Beat Navy. Thanks, guys. See you, Coach. We'll be live at Oakland Friday. Come on down and see us. Say hello. First day of the races. Next up, PB, Pat Bradley. We'll talk Arkansas Furman. You're in the zone. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. The Final Four is in for the 2023 college football playoff. The number one overall seed at 13-0 is the Big Ten champion Michigan Wolverines. The number two seed at 13-0 out of the Pac-12 is the Washington Huskies. The three seed out of the Big 12, the 12-1 Texas Longhorns. Final and fourth seed is the 12-1 SEC champion Alabama Crimson Tide. On the outside looking in, it's Florida State at number five and the Georgia Bulldogs at six. Michigan will take on Alabama at the Rose Bowl on 4 o'clock on New Year's Day, and then after that, it'll be Washington and Texas in the Sugar Bowl at 7.45. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40-year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259 and Gavaloom runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come buy Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander right next to the I-30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, call them at 501-455-0240 or check out their website, qualityoutdoor.net. What's good, y'all? Clint? Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Did you know that in addition to being your home for heavy-duty diesel repair, we are also medium-duty specialists? 
Ford, Chevy, Dodge, service trucks to delivery vehicles, suspensions and after treatment systems to engine repair. Don't pay high dealership prices with long wait times. Let Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer keep your heavy and medium-duty vehicles on the road doing their job. Take Exit 7 on I-440, 501-568-2185. Hey, I don't care what kind of tractor you drive or what color it is. I'm going to ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. Fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM. Durable and affordable. You can thank me later. And oh yeah, the tractor is red. It's Justin Acre here to tell you about our friends at Cash Restaurant, downtown Little Rock, and we're getting into cooler temperatures, which means the holidays will be here before you know it. So if you're thinking about booking a holiday party, there is no better place than Cash Restaurant downtown, where you'll find great food, great prices, great space, and also, how about free valet parking? If you're going to book a holiday party, though, get on it now. 501-850-0265. 501-850-0265 or online at cashlittlerock.com. If you've got a wedding function coming up, a corporate event, or again, a holiday party, no better place than Cash Restaurant. I love the variety available on the menu, too. Soups and salads, seafood steaks, and you can get pizzas over the lunch hour. Just a great spot to go down for lunch or dinner and again for a party. And they have a couple of different options on rooms. They've got the Bayou Room, which holds around 30 people, and upstairs a beautiful space for up to 150. Cash Restaurant, your go-to for lunch, dinner, and holiday party season. Get your event booked at CashLittleRock.com or 501-850-0265. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. Need some tires? going to be a lot of traveling happening over the holidays and the New Year's. You want your car running as good as possible. And you got to have a good set of tires. Check the tread on those tires if it's getting low. Need a new set of tires, one tire. Check out our friends at Big O Tires. Great selection of tires. They have all the name brand tires. Plus, they have the Big O Tire, and it's a great tire. They always have deals. Go to the website, BigOtires.com slash deals to see their monthly deals. Two locations, Cabot and Conway. And if there's something wrong with your car, you can always take it to Big O Tires. They have mechanics on hand to take a look at your car, help you out, get it back out on the road, running as good as ever. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. It's Big O Tires, the team we trust. Arkansas, Furman tonight. I want to see Trevin Brazil play like he did against Duke. Here's Coach Musselman discussing Trevin Brazil's season so far. Yeah, I mean, we. I think he can even go to the offensive glass more. His percentage, you know, because we chart goes and no goes, and his percentage when he goes are off the chart. So if we could get him to go to the O-boards a little more, I think that'll even increase his offensive rebound load. But we have really worked on him and and kind of placed him in different spots on the floor uh, to be able to, uh, especially against Duke, to to get open threes. I mean, the big part of the game plan was him to to try to to get as many uh, open looks as we possibly can. But certainly, um, you know, we've added a new portion to our practice, uh, which is nothing but skill development after we do our our 10-minute shooting segment. And uh, in his individual skill development, we've really focused on ball handling and one-on-one moves, you know, because I think that's the next evolution to his game. Razorback basketball tonight. I'm excited for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully they uh, don't overlook them, don't play like they did against UNCG, come out ready to go. It's tough. It's a tough situation because you're coming off such a – you know, great environment, great game. Everybody patting you on your back now, telling you how great you are. And you're playing Furman? Don't pull a uh, Kentucky? Yes. Beat Miami and then lose to UNC Wilmington? Yeah. And Arkansas plays UNC Wilmington later this year. Did you see Joe Klein's tweet? I did not. Yeah. He said it's bad for the SEC, but it's good for Arkansas because they'll be playing them a little bit later in the year. And guess who's calling that game? Joe said me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, that game got a little bit bigger. 
I saw where the initial net rankings came out, which don't mean anything at this time of year, but yeah. Arkansas is 117th. Well, that doesn't seem right. After the schedule that they've played? They've lost. Three of them. Yeah, but still, don't you get some... And you lost to... For strength of schedule, doesn't that help your net? I don't know. Hmm. But you lost to... Um, oh, yeah. UNCG. UNCG at home. Yep. Uh, and the Duke win is only a quad two win now. <laughs> It'll be a quad one. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Southern... Oh, by the way, uh, PB. Hello, PB. Pat, where are you? We had to reschedule, Pat, because Tuesday tomorrow we're going to be at the Brawls Award, thanks to Summit Utilities. Uh, and I guarantee you, Pat's you know, out of routine. He's not used to being on the show on a Monday, and we can't find him. Over on the... Well, we're, we're tracking him down, though. We haven't given up. Over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, this from the 501. I guess uh, the Harding campus has had a successful year. Harding Academy and uh, Harding University are combined 27-0 and and have outscored uh, their opponents a combined 1,235-296. Yes, it's been a great year for Harding and Harding Academy. Savage says, Wes, when do they vote uh, for the Heisman and which quarterback wins, LSU or Washington from Savage? LSU's quarterback wins. Jaden Daniels wins. That's, uh, it was either he or Bo Nix. Bo- you think Jaden Daniels is winning the Heisman? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a done deal. Yep. Huh, okay. I could see Penix. I think Penix had too I don't think he won it in the victory over Oregon. I think Daniels is the guy. Daniels, it could be a case like Robert Griffin III where Baylor wasn't a top team that year, really, but the stats were just so outstanding that you give it to him. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the, his stats he's put up are incredible. I mean, they're, they're better than Joe Burrow when Burrow won it. Yeah. Uh, and, and look, LSU's still... <laughs> I mean, they're a good team. They lost to Alabama. They lost to Ole Miss, Florida State, and Florida State. That's three top twelve teams. What's what did Ole Miss finish up? Not like sure. 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. Yeah. It's yeah. You know, talk about quality losses. That's that's it. They lost to some of the best, and he put up some great numbers against great competition. What's the line on the Washington Texas game they they put out? Seems to know what they're talking about. What's the what's the line? Texas Washington game. They seem to know what they're talking about. Washington is favor or is a four point underdog. Texas is favored by four. This is uh, on the Oakland app. Alabama is a point and a half underdog, and that has gone down. Five hundred one says people will always argue about who and who didn't get in. There are those that don't think Georgia should be there or that Texas shouldn't be there or that Georgia isn't there or Florida State isn't there. But in the end, the committee put who they felt was the four best teams. I think they got it right. They put the four teams in I wanted to see. And it's not just you, 501. It's the major- not everybody wants to see these four teams, but for the majority. When looking at the best possible matchups, that's what the committee did, and that's why they got it right. You're going to have a ton of people watching. This is going to be a great Semifinal. This may be uh, plural. What do you think the best college football playoff so far has been? Because mm-hmm. I think it's the year Ohio State ran the ran the table with the backup. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, last year was cool. I mean, last year Michigan was fans, Sorry, TCU was <laughs> that was fun to watch. Um, it wasn't a good the, game. The finals wasn't good. No, I'm talking about the semifinal game with t- TCU. That was a fun game. They killed Michigan. Uh, no, <laughs> that wasn't, that <laughs> that wasn't was a fun. good game. It was fun. Uh, let's see, what's Byron say? Two points. Little Rock Parkview is the best team in the state regardless of regardless of classification. Totally agree. And I love how people are not giving Michigan a chance against Alabama. Well, they got a chance. I love the way Alabama's playing and how much they've improved and their offense and Milrow. You look at the Alabama team week one to the Alabama team now. Yeah, yeah I mean, Saban's I, a pretty good coach, right? Yeah, I think with... Michigan, it's like Coach Conk said, is like, can their offense do enough? And I'm not so sure they can. Sterner just got back with me. He wants to try to just do it later in the week. And that that okay. is fine. By the way, if you haven't heard yet, Clint Sterner, baby number two, had it over the weekend a little early Saturday, and they're checking out of the hospital today, and he's a little tied up, so he won't be able to join us. But congratulations to, to Clint and the Sterner family. Uh, baby girl number two. 
Let's go to Jim. He's in Little Rock. Jim, welcome into the zone. Yes, sir. A few things. I'm glad this is the last year only four teams get in. Uh, I definitely think uh, Georgia had a chance to repeat. And if they wanted to leave an SEC team out, this would have been the year that they could have done that. Sure. Um, and then just want to get y'all thoughts on if y'all have uh, heard the uh, story that was written about why uh, Paul left. Um, what what did the story say? Did you read something? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, there's a story out right now that said that, you know, people were saying who Paul left for the NIL. Yes. And I just briefly read it because I had to get into work. But uh, apparently his dad uh, commented and said something along the lines of he didn't leave because of the NIL money. He left because of the way it made his players and teammates around him played because of the NIL money that hmm. they were getting. Okay. I hadn't seen that comment. Yeah, that, you know, like they gave up, uh, you know, didn't play as hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. Yeah, but, you know, I, I shared the story on Facebook, uh, but it's out there. So, okay. You know, Hog, 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 Hogville or whoever it is, man, they got, them, they got it out there. So. Okay. Uh, but I just want y'all to start on that. Uh, then I, you know, I can see that, especially, especially you have a tough season, five, six, seven games, you, you know, I, I can see people – getting that money quick. And I just want you to start on that. Y'all have a good one. Go Hogs. Yeah, I, I see it. And I, I was told that, that. There was a certain player on the team that was making a lot of money and that the teammates did not like his attitude and lost respect for him. Uh, I was told... Now, I was told that... And, and look, it's coming from Poopal's dad's mouth that it's not about the NIL. I was told that he was able to get a, a lot more money somewhere else. Um, but Arkansas wanted to keep him. Uh, but um, he's... Well... well I'll go with what his dad says. Wanted to get out of the, the, that environment. And that's one thing they got to clean up. But look, that's not gonna just a problem in Arkansas. That's a problem everywhere. Uh, that's, a, that's a problem in the real world. You tell me there's not somebody disgruntled at where you worked about how much money they make and somebody else that they feel like is just as, they're good, just as good mm-hmm. as they are, but they're making more money than them? That's, a, that's life. That's tough for a coach, but that's tough for a boss. It's part of being a boss. Now it's part of being a coach, unfortunately. Gosh, coaches used to just coach X's and O's and try to deal with the uh, the uh, psychological things in the locker room, you know, being a coach slash dad, mentor. Now you're dealing with so much more. How the 12-team college football playoff would look if they had it this year? Here it is. Somebody sent it to us. Uh, your buys are Michigan, Alabama, Washington, and Texas. They're the four highest-ranked. Uh, conference champions. So they get a bye. One first-round game would be Oregon-Missouri. That's your 8-9 seed. The winner would play Michigan. Sign me up. I'd love to see Oregon-Missouri. think Oregon wins that game and goes on to play Michigan. I think that would be a fun game. Yeah. Uh, Florida State would be the 5. 12 would be Liberty. Liberty would be the highest, what do they call them, non-Power 5 team, highest-ranked non-Power 5 team. They'd play Florida State. Look, that would be a great game with Florida State's quarterback issue. Liberty, Florida State, that would be fun. Winner gets Alabama. <laughs> that would oh, be thanks. Hello. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see who would be deserving to be the four, right? Yeah. Okay. Other side of the bracket, Ohio State, Penn State. I do think the committee would mess with the numbers yeah, a so little it's bit, not so they wouldn't play. Up. Yep. Uh, winner would get Washington. And then Georgia Ole Miss. So that would be easy to fix. You flip-flop flip 10 two. Penn State and 11 Ole Miss. So it would be Penn State taking on Georgia and Ole Miss taking on Ohio State. Two more great games. Yeah, that, that man, it's going to be so much fun next year when this happens. Well, this is one of the w- rare years where it is intriguing. Because there are like six really good, good teams. teams. Yeah. And then and a lot of years, it's you come into the season, it's like there's like two teams that can actually win this. And we've had that several years. Yeah. Just waiting for the finals. Did you hear from uh, Sterner? I have not. I'm not Sterner. Uh, Pat? PB, I have not heard from him. Okay. We'll just move on without him. Brent in Stuttgart. Brent, welcome into the zone. Yes, sir. What's going, what's going on, Wes? It's all good, man. Hello? Yeah. What's up? Um. I was just calling to find out, have we heard of any, what Razorbacks have hit the portal this morning? So you had uh, Torian Carter, is that yeah. right? And, and uh, sophomore Jalen Lewis, he was a defensive back. Didn't play much. I don't, I don't remember seeing him on the field. 
Is he the one that said he was going to enter like a week ago and Maybe. we looked it up and he had played two games this year? Maybe. Had one tackle? I so, yes. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Torian Carter, I believe, is the only one. I, I've been on Twitter and there's a, so much going on and so many other big names across college. My Twitter feed is just blowing up and I can't keep up with everything while I'm doing this show. But as far as I know right now, that's the only one so far. Hey, I also, I also saw this morning that the quarterback at Ohio State hit the portal. McCord? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think we're searching the portal for a quarterback? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, competition. I don't know if we're in the McCord sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. I think um, there's so think, many quarterbacks I out there. I think Ohio State probably told McCord we can, we can upgrade here because he was oh, not really? impressive this year. We can do it without you. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that well, crazy? Yeah, thanks, Brent. Instead of saying, you know what, we got to get to work on this kid. We got to develop him. Like, well, he can get better, and it's our job to make him better. It's just like that's the thing with the transfer portal in basketball and football. It's it's like development is not nearly as important as it used to be. It's just like no. we'll go get somebody that can do it right now. You develop the player this. for us, and yeah. we'll come back and get him later when he's developed. When we had uh, Coach Cutcliffe on, great interview, by the way. Yeah, like 15 minutes, go find it, listen to it. So that's what we've lost. As a coach, you're there to teach, mm-hmm. to coach, to develop. He said that, that happened. He went to one of these schools and was like, hey, what's happening with this guy? And he was like, he's not going to play for us. He's not good enough. He's leaving after this year. And he just walked away, upset, shocked. Because that's not the that's not the answer. The answer is you work with that yeah. kid, make him better, so that he can help you. You don't run him off. We can take some more calls when we come back. Game balls and jock straps on the other side. Uh, that's true too. We haven't done that yet, have we? There are a lot to hand out. We've talked about some of the great performances over the week. We'll do that when we come back. Stick around. You're in the zone. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh. Eat My Catfish. Brent Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Saturday, December 30th, Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. From over 50 million albums sold comes the Poison Hits and Solo Hits Live. Brent Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Tickets on sale now at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing process properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. 
Hey, this is Trey Johnson here at H.J. Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. We want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. At H.J. Trailer Sales, we specialize in making your wishes come true. We have all your truck and trailer accessories. We don't overstock inventory because we know everybody has specific colors and uses for their trailers. Come see us at H.J. Trailer Sales where we make our customers the priority. Family owned and operated, check us out today at hjtrailersales.com or on Facebook. Morning Mayhem will be doing some Christmas shopping Wednesday morning at Jones & Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry. Plus, Miss Arkansas Corey Keller stops by for a visit. Finding the perfect piece of jewelry to match the occasion can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be at Jones & Son. It's hard being the number one midday sports talk show in Arkansas. What can you expect when you're on top, you know? It's like Napoleon, when he was the king, you know, people were just constantly trying to conquer him, you know, in the Roman Empire. So it's history repeating itself all over again. Let's see if Justin Agree and Westmore can keep living up to the lofty expectations on the zone. Jockstraps are brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at A Caddy's Touch Landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. Man, so many game balls, so many things over the weekend, last couple of days. So impressed with Kane Archer, Greenwood quarterback, Montario Elston out of Parkview. Man, that dude's a baller. I'm rooting for him. I, you know, I was the, the president of the Joe Hyman fan club. I'm going to be the president of the uh, Montario Elston fan club. Money. That's his nickname. They call him Money. Dude came up Money for Parkview. Game ball, San Francisco 49ers. They are the best team in the NFL. I thought that after they beat the Cowboys and slacked the Cowboys. And they had some injuries in the couple down weeks. They were dominant yesterday. Jockstrap to the Eagles. What was he, security guy? Yeah, head of security. Uh, he got up and got a little too uh, handsy with Dre Greenlaw. <laughs> Motions got the best out of him. and The emotions got the best out of Dre. What did what Shanahan say about this whole thing? Tried my hardest not to lose my mind. Hopefully I didn't embarrass myself too bad. Um, but yeah, once I... I didn't get to see it all from where I'm at, but when I start hearing people explain it to me and stuff, and um, I just can't believe someone not involved in a football game um, can taunt our players like that and put their hands in our guy's face. And um, from what I was told, um, Dre did it back to him, and I was told that he kind of mashed him in the face a little bit, so he got ejected, but um, it was a... It was a very frustrating play. I got to watch it to have a true opinion on it, but um, I loved how we rallied after it. Uh, yeah, he was awesome. He just he wasn't a fan of what happened on the play either, and uh, he handled it with total class, and um, it, was, it was real cool. Yeah, I didn't think Dre should have been kicked out. I didn't that. either. I thought that was a little bit of a harsh penalty. Uh, game ball, man. Green Bay Packers and uh, Love. Love looks pretty good. He does. I've watched him now. Well, Thanksgiving Day, I watched that game against the Lions. Played well. Played really well last night. Yeah, he gets a game ball in the Packers for that win. That and the Chiefs get a get a jock strap for not being that impressive this year. They're just not that good offensively. They're good defensively, but their offense they they don't Which have the is weapons. Odd. Uh, officials last night at the end of that game got a job. They had some bad calls both ways. The penalty for hitting Mahomes inbounds, that was ridiculous. Then the clock should have stopped, or should not have stopped, because yeah. they tackled him and pushed him out of bounds backwards, which means clock keeps running because his momentum had stopped inbounds. Then the pass interference call, non-call, that would have gone the Chiefs way. I, they were trying to make a big deal, jockstrap NBC, for the push on Kelsey in the end zone on the Hail Mary. 
That goes on every Hail Mary. It's it's yeah. a fight. It's a scrum down there. You're not going to get that call. It doesn't get called. They kept saying, yeah, that very rarely gets called. I was like, when is the last time that been called? I'd like to know. Never. But they were trying to make that a big deal at the end of the game. Mm, game ball. Oh, hey, I just got this email. Game ball to Oakland. We're live there Friday for the opening. Oakland is scheduled to run 10 races Friday. That is the most races on an opening day since 1905. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, they've been opening with a nine-race card every year since 1956, with the exception of 2003. Uh, the 10-race card attracted 114 entries and 109 starters after scratches. They got a great field at Oakland. A lot of people, and and they're saying, and they said this is great because even across the country, the number of in- entrants are down, but not at Oakland. In fact, they've got so many they had to create an extra race. So they're doing it right at Oakland. Game ball to them. Uh, I'm going to give a game ball to the Thunder, but I'm also going to give them a jock strap. I don't know if you've seen their game against the Mavs, Mm-mm. where they led by, I want to say it was 24 at one point, and mm. then the Mavs went on a 30 to nothing run. But then the Thunder came back and won again. They won. <laughs> yeah, they went down by six at one point, and wow. they still came back and won. So I guess game ball for winning still, but <laughs> Jockstrap for giving up a 30 nothing run, and I was going to give a Jockstrap to the Mavs as well. Game ball to uh, college basketball this weekend. I know a lot of people weren't paying attention to it, but uh, Kentucky got upset by UNC Wilmington. Uh, Drexel beat Villanova. Oh, wow. And then um, I'm trying to think of what the, what the third one was. Duke. Yeah, Duke losing to uh, Georgia Tech. So, and then yesterday, Mississippi State, who I lost in the ACC, SEC Challenge, right? I think. I think that's right. They lost to Southern yesterday. Yeah. And they won one game the entire year. Yep, I saw that. Uh, and from, also, Jock strapped to uh, Pat's Chargers for being a terrible game. Six oh, to nothing. Six nothing. Ugh. That was disgusting. Game ball, this is from Razorback Zach. Game ball, Bigelow Panthers for winning their first ever state championship in school history in football. Jock strap to the college football playoff committee. I'm not going to give them a jock strap. I'm happy with them. I'm happy with the matchups. I don't, I don't want to watch Michigan, Florida State. I'm sorry. But I'm excited about Michigan, Alabama and uh, Washington. Against Texas. I'm excited about that. Uh, here's another one. Uh, we forgot about Manny Powell and Jordan Crook, the two linebackers, but that was yeah, announced that was last, week, last yeah. week that they were going to enter it. Um, so they're in. Three linebackers. Just hit the portal and get some more. Uh, just Chuck, I saw some scuttlebutt that Arch Manning was considering hitting the transfer portal. I've heard about that. Yeah, I told y'all last week that Bless the you. word is LSU is going to get him. With Quinn here. Ewers returning. There's a like who's the, the OC for LSU came from somewhere, and that quarterback's in the portal also. So there was some talk that he may be going to LSU. LSU is going to find a replacement for Jaden Daniels. I don't think uh, what's the backup's name. We saw him a couple times yeah, this I don't year. His name. Yeah, he came in. I don't think we have to worry about quarterback. I think we have to worry about their defense. Yeah, that should be the first priority for them. All right, hour number three next. It's Christmas and the fat man had a bone to pick. A peculiar problem for old Saint Nick. All his elves had lost their ways because instead of toys, everyone wanted new Hyundais. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales event at Kris Kreme. But when he saw the SUVs of Hyundai, Santa declared, I too shall upgrade my sleigh. So if you hear a rumble in the night with a sleigh,